Hi everyone, this is Garden Tart Hillary. It's finally May. Yay! What's in May, you say? Well, none other than our very own Bono's 61st birthday on May 10th. In honor of Bono's birthday, we've chosen the African Well Fund as our charity of the month. The African Well Fund is a nonprofit organization dedicated to raising funds for the construction and maintenance of freshwater wells throughout impoverished sections of Africa. It was founded in October 2002 by a group of U2 fans. Yay, U2 fans! So in the month of May, a portion of the proceeds from sales in our merch store will be donated to the African Well Fund in honor of Bono's birthday. For more information on the African Well Fund, go to africanwellfund.org or to shop in our merch store, go to thegardentarts.com. Have a great May. Bye. Okay. Hi everyone, this is Hillary. Hey, and it's Jenny. And guess what? It's It's May. It is May. (laughs) We're recording this on May 2nd, so it's barely May, but it is May. It is barely May. But that means we're doing a bean up where we have been. And amazingly, this is our very last one. It is. We, it's a pretty good one to be a last one. It really, really is. I, I mean, I have a few pretty freaking amazing shows yeah. like me too in May. But we've been doing this for a year, so this is it. We ran out of months where we've been places. We need to figure out a new monthly feature. I know. This has been so much fun. It has been so much fun. A really it. organized way of going through our shows and yeah. where we've been. Exactly. And yeah. I admit when you when you first mentioned it, I was like, how's this gonna play out? And it has been the best. Yeah, I really I really enjoy it. I wasn't like neg I didn't feel negative about it. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. How it was gonna go. But it has been so much fun. I'm I'm sad. We've got a few shows to talk about. We do. I'm sad that this is the last one, but but you're right, it's a really good way to go. It is, but since it is the beginning of a new month, we should mention our charity of the month. Do you want to quickly say what it is? Yes, our charity of the month is in honor of Bonner's birthday, and it is the African Well Fund. Yeah, this, I guess I should have looked up some stats, but a fan or a group of fans started this forever ago. And every month of May... They raise funds to literally build a well in a much-needed part of Africa. I, I don't remember. I don't know how much it would cost now, but I know that in 2003 it cost a thousand dollars to build a well. That's right. Because in 2003, us three garden carts went to Ireland, and the entire time I was thinking that could have. <laughs> We could have built a couple wells for this trip. <laughs> right. Like, I felt really bad about that, so... Yeah. Anyway. And they fundraise all year long. They yeah. just finished one for a well somewhere. Oh, you can find them, African Well Fund, you can find them all over social media, but they just started their May campaign in honor of Bono's birthday. Bono's birthday well, they call yeah. it. And if you so, don't know, Bono's birthday is May 10th. Yes. 
so we have uh, festivities. Not, we're not going all out like we did last year. We had a whole month. We had five yeah. weeks of Bono. Well, he was turning 60, so it was a big yeah. deal. 61's not so much fun. I mean, it's it's a bigger deal. It's not like a celebra- not, celebratory. Not a milestone birthday. No, it's definitely not. But later this year, we do have Edge and Larry. Yeah, for their 16th. And spoiler That's- alert, the charity of the month for August is going to be Music Rising, which is a charity Edge is very involved in. I don't he know what it's it. going to be. He was one of the founders, I believe. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be in uh, October, some sort of anger management. <laughs> Larry's definitely involved in some stuff. We'll find it. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. We will. I mean, I know re- recently he's had a few charitable yeah. things going on, but we'll, I don't know what they are off the top of my head. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, take suggestions. we'll take suggestions from you Larry fans if you yeah. have, like, what's the good one to go to. Yes, definitely, please. If you are Larry or you know Larry or you're a fan yeah. of Larry, be in touch. That is all. I would like to quickly, before we get into our May shows, tell you about this amazing liquid I found at the grocery store. Please. My dad says it's about about beer. What is this marvelous liquid? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, mm, Your dad mm. is so quotable. My sister called me the other day, and he's like, she was like, tell me things dadisms. And I put her on speaker and my husband and my kids. And, I went, wait, and I'm like, are you writing these down? She's like, no, I just wanted to talk about it. But we went on for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was hilarious. But this is, it's called bourbon cream. And think basically Bailey's with bourbon in it. Uh-huh. And it's Buffalo Trace, which is the first bourbon that I had that I learned that I actually like bourbon. Uh-huh. That was my gateway drink to whiskey. I had two interesting bottles someone left at my house once, and one of them was the Buffalo. Buffalo Trace. A lovely bourbon. Straight Uh, up Kentucky bourbon. Speaking of Kentucky. Speaking of Kentucky. We'll get there. We'll talk about that a different time. We were speaking about it before. (laughs) Yes, we were. Okay. Should Should we get this show on the road? We should. These day shows on the road? Yes. So back in April, y'all heard that we went to the opening Pop Mart show in Las Vegas. Then I went to three shows in a row. And this was one of the funnest. I mean, we've had so many fun adventures, but this is the first time I'd ever done this kind of thing. So I had this friend. You have her too. Her name is Molly McClincy. Hey, if you're listening. And... She was an online friend that I had never met. This is hilarious as we were telling our girls that they can't meet people online. <laughs> I flew. my tongue. I had to bite my tongue all the time with them and not tell them my stories. I flew to the airport in State College, Pennsylvania. And she picked me up. We met in the terminal for the first time ever. And we went back to her grandma's house and we got ready to go on a road trip to see three U2 shows in a row. She had this car that was like, I 
can picture is white. It was like a, kind of like a Bronco or something. It'd be like an SUV of today. And we decorated it and called it the Potmobile. We had stuff taped to it all over the place. <laughs> it was amazing. And that first show we went to was the Pittsburgh show. I can't believe this was my second show ever. I had a photo pass that night. So I had a fanzine at the time. Heaven and Hell, if any of y'all are old fans <laughs> of mine, not old fans of you And at that time, fanzines could get a photo pass for one show per tour through principal management. And that was my photo pass. And we had really great seats that were right along the catwalk. We were like seat one and two along the catwalk, which was nice. But I got to start the show backstage and the amazing Brian O'Neill walked us all out like Aww. in the front of the stage. Take I pictures. I thought of some years. I took forgot up and I had this little tiny point and shoot, which as we all know, does not do shit in those lights. No. At all. My pictures are all one big blur. But this photographer and I have I should have looked up her name. It's upstairs. She was like, I'm going to send you some of my pictures. And she did. I reached out to her afterwards and she mailed me a bunch of prints of her photos, which is amazing because, you know, we're literally like six feet away from Bono. He's like leaning down into you and these in the press pit. And mine are like, I was like, I'm getting the best pictures ever. (laughs) <laughs> fucking awful <laughs> so I like to pretend that hers are mine Lori Lori oh my gosh it was so stinking kind of her but we went to Pittsburgh and then we drove to Columbus where I guess I don't know if Molly and I actually sat together at that show I'm trying to remember. my dad came with me my dad met me there and we had great seats like right kind of the middle-ish of the front section. Like we were in front of the, the B stage was kind of behind us, but we were like center stage, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I made him stand on the chair, the rickety like (laughs) folding chairs as the band was coming out. And I remember when streets came on, I could see his eyes welling up and oh my God, we had the best time. That was the best. That's amazing. The best. And then the next show was in Washington, D.C., where she dropped me off to be with you all. Yep. And she uh, did in a horrible, horrible rainstorm. Yeah. There were, like, two really bad rainstorms within 24 hours, and it screwed up the screen. Mm Mm-hmm. So we had a barely functional screen. We had a barely functional giant Pop Mart screen at... um, the show we went to in D.C. on May 26th. And then they had to cancel the next show. I'm trying to remember where, Raleigh. where we were. Were we together for that show? Did we watch the show together? Yeah. But, well, we said we said everybody was on their own. and Meet you at the B stage kind of thing. We And my brother didn't make it. I mean, he actually no, he was didn't. closer to the main stage. He saw more of the show than gotcha. we did. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't make it, and I didn't have any for. I didn't feel bad about that one bit. Yeah. Because, well, he got to meet Bonnie the next day. He did. 
And if you would like to hear more about that story, that was on an ep that we... We did it in Bono's birthday month last year. Yeah, so it was season two, episode 25, and it aired on May 30th, 2020. Yep, that was fun. The first time we met Bono. You want to hear it? It's a it's a great up. It's a unbelievable. I still. That's but, fun. I mean, and wait. I don't even remember that much about the show. Just that whole trip was just. I don't remember so the show. Sacred. I remember that when we Molly and I pulled up in our pop mobile, <laughs> at to meet up with you all, and you all were staying at the hotel the band was staying at. A friend of ours was like, "Get that car out of here." <laughs> They can't know they're fans here. No. No, no. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Yeah. Your your brother joined us on that app, didn't he? He did. My brother will. That's also the trip where we heard Larry drumming in the hotel. Right, and I feel like if we weren't in a super old hotel, we wouldn't have heard that probably. Right. So, it, it all worked, worked out. out. Yeah, yeah. Worked out indeed. So, my next show... Oh, you no, you go ahead because you're in chronological order. Your next shows are first. Those are all of my Pop Mart shows. You don't have another Pop Mart show? I don't have another Pop Mart show. Okay. I don't come back in the game until uh, Vertigo. Oh, okay. So then we move on to the Elevation Tour. And I went to three, four, five shows in May. These must have all been in a row. May 3rd, 6th, 7th, 12th, and 13th. And the first show was in Cleveland, Ohio. My hometown. That, well, where I was living, where I live now. <laughs> I still think of Cincinnati as my hometown. And where, you, and where you were living then. And where I was living then. So that was yes. Cleveland. And I had seats for that show. Why didn't um, I go to that show? I don't know. I was sitting with some of my coworkers, I believe... And we had nice seats. They were like halfway back on the side. It was, I have some really nice pictures from that of the lights and the heart and everything that was, uh, and I could see some of my other coworkers like down in the heart and stuff. It was fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun with that. And then, so this was kind of the first time the band didn't move from town to town with show to show. They started hubbing in one city and then flying out to a bunch of other cities for the shows and flying back. And they had Cleveland as home base for a little bit. So after the, so the Cleveland show was the third, the Pittsburgh show wasn't until the sixth. So they stayed in Cleveland the whole time. And they actually came into the rock and roll hall of fame where I happened to work at the time. And I'm, you all have heard, I think I talked about this on Edge's birthday, Edge's last birthday episode, when I gave him a tour of the rock hall and got to see the whole band. And then I saw Bono and everything else that happened before then was immediately erased. Cause you're like, you said he's like a, like a vampire <laughs> yeah. or zombie. He gets in your brain. He does definitely get in your brain. The only, so I say, I've yeah. said this 269 times, but my, what I take from your story about the rock hall is Larry standing outside smoking a cigarette. I can't get past that. <laughs> so you talk and I hear Larry smoke. So, a little, so I yeah. walked out back to our loading dock. Larry was smoking a cigarette 
leaning up, leaning up against one of those little low cement things so that trucks don't run in the walls. Little barrier thing. <laughs> Somehow we started talking. I mentioned that I was going to the next show in Pittsburgh. And he was like, oh, what do you have? I'm like, well, we have GA, so I'll go and get in line. And he's like, let me just leave you passes for the, let me just leave you wristbands. I'm like, okay, okay, this is happening. And I didn't know so well at the time. At first I was like, there aren't going to be any fucking wristbands. I should know that if Larry says something's going to happen, something's going to happen. It absolutely is. He's the only 100% trustworthy. Only one you can trust. Yeah. Only one you can trust. You can trust Adam mostly, but the other two just forget it. (laughs) They're so busy. But he did. It was awesome. So we had, we were able, for that Pittsburgh show, we we did get into the GA line at some point during the day. We didn't want to completely risk it. But he did leave wristbands, so we did get to go in the heart easily. And this one, that was at the Mellon Arena. That was the first time waiting outside out back for the band. That's the first time I ever... Second time I yelled at Bono. (laughs) First time was on Palmer. He didn't hear me. But I was really frustrated because it had been like a day and a half since I'd had conversations with these fellows. And then I'm standing fucking in front of them. Larry was there. Bono was there. I forget if Edge or Adam came out. I don't think they did. But it's like, I couldn't get anyone's attention. <laughs> like, stop. God damn it. I did get a wink from Edge from the stage. Aww. A little recognition of our previous. That's a lot to get any sort of... Yeah. Have any sort of interaction with him on stage. Yeah, for sure. Um, I then went, so Columbus, Ohio, I had seats again. I went with my friend Jody, and we drove down, I think, after work or something. It's about a two-hour drive. I don't remember. I think that was a pretty regular show. And then I had two shows in Chicago, May 12th and May 13th. I definitely did GA for them. But let me look at the set list. I don't remember anything standing out. This was a pretty consistent tour. I went to too many shows. I think I went to 21. Did I go to 21 shows? So much, y'all. I mean, on one hand, that's like a pipe dream. And on the other hand, it's too much. It is too much. I mean, I think my my highest number is Pop Mart, which I think was... 16 and many of those shows were in a row and it was exhausting and I was very young I mean I was 20 20 shows and I would totally do it all over again but what happens is you lose the magic that's what happens right and it feel it, it gets to feel like it's your job or something yeah I mean even just 15 shows instead of 20 would make a big difference But whatever, because everyone has, some people go to every single show and it's magical every single time. Like, that was just for me. It lost the magic for me. I think there was always magic. It just, it it was just hard. It was exhausting. Maybe that's what Um, it is. It's hard to feel when you're tired. Like, if I 
I think it would have been okay with 20 shows. I just did too many in a row for Pop Mart. Uh, yeah. I mean, I and I did most of my shows were in a row. Um, and that's here. I did like all of May, all of June, and then late October, all of November, late December. It was boom, 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 boom. It was, it was like every weekend in a row. Right. Which is just, and then I come home and work, and then I go like, right. Well, I was constantly moving. I I had that too. Where I mean, I had on Pop Mart, I had times where I came home for hours and like went yeah. to work and never went home and went to work for a day because I had to be at work for a day and went right back to the airport. Um, that's just a crazy, you know. And I I don't think I would do that now. Just but I know I know that there are easier ways to do this stuff now. Right. I mean, for real. Like, I mean, I know what shows to look for, so I'm not yeah. having to do that shit. Right. Um, but I don't know. It was fun. I mean, that I was a great there's always year. magic. It just gets it just gets exhausting. It does get exhausting. And there is something about when you know everything that's going to come next. Right. That an expression on elevation at rare the setlist rarely ever changed at all well and the it, opening act was even the same most of the it, time like there was i felt like it changed with elevation i do feel like it there were things that changed a lot because i didn't go to the only consecutive shows i went to were well i went to two in dc with you for elevation and then mm-hmm. i went to the last three shows but those the so having like large gaps in time makes a big difference makes a huge difference okay when when's your first vertigo show may 9 okay well then is it me again oh no i'm sorry i don't know what i did i skipped over okay my next show was may 7 of 05 in chicago for vertigo which was just a really unusual and funny kind of experience I had like a really really horrible ticket by myself I was going with a friend but our tickets weren't together I just wasn't okay with that <laughs> so I waited in this GA line like the line at the um I didn't wait in a GA line at all actually I waited in the will call line to hope that they dropped tickets before the show yeah. started and I think I was 20th or something in line and for whatever reason like number 3 through number yeah. 19 decided to go to lunch all at the same time oh my God. and as they're walking away I see a YouTube person walk into Will Call yeah. and I walk right up there and got and they said it, it was, they said like very ceremoniously I had I got the last GA ticket that was for sale from anybody from Ticketmaster from the venue nice. and this lady hours later came up to me because then I got in the GA line this lady came up to me hours later who was right in front of me and she was like how could you do this to me you took my ticket or whatever and I'm like I, so I should I should have let it go instead of you know like it was really stupid like yeah if you're not that she should have called her back I don't think so no I mean and 
that said, I did see the person going into will call as these people were walking away. But yeah, that's not. Well, that's. I mean, I, I wasn't it's, like haunting anybody. Out, it's not it, your it, fault. It was, you know what's going on. I knew what was going on. And she was telling me, you know, and she also, another thing was she was one of those people in the line where she has to tell you about, you know, all of her, she, she knows the band and whatever, because she's been to four shows and, mm. you know, where I wouldn't say that crap to anybody. And I've been to a lot more than four shows. Um, right. And anyway, but I mean, she did tell me all this crap that she had been like living in her car or following the tour around or whatever. And I'm like, you had a ticket too. It wasn't like she couldn't get in. She didn't like her ticket any more than I like my ticket. You weren't, yeah. Gotcha. You weren't keeping her out of the show. No, I wasn't at all. But I mean, she was like crying. She also was, was, I mean, I say old. She probably was a whole lot younger than I am now, but I thought. old at the time but I mean I look back at that and I mean I was fortunate but oh my god I just really that upset me I don't like anyone yeah. yelling at me and crying like that they're mad at me but apparently I betrayed you know the 17 people ahead of me who decided to go to lunch and and mind oh. you none of them asked if they if they could get me something to eat okay or, yeah and I mean if you've been to the United Center there's like nothing you can't just no. walk. It's not like Madison Square Garden where you can walk around the corner and get something to eat. Like, there's, there's nothing. It's, around. like, desolate. There's no, Absolutely. Like, yeah, nothing. Or at least it was in 2005. Right. Um, but anyway, that was my first show of Vertigo. And um, I didn't love it. Like, I... It was... I mean, it was, it was great. I just... I don't know. I didn't have a rail spot and I was really tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's regular GA that without a rail spot, which is, I probably should have kept the shitty ticket, but no. So I'm you kidding. had a seat. It was okay. The opening band was uh, Kings of Leon, which was really good. I don't know why. I just didn't feel, I didn't feel like that show was, had hit me yet. The next show hit me, but you go ahead because you have a, sh- you have a, so I do feel like sometimes, especially when you've been to a bunch of other shows, previous tours, and you aren't sure what to expect and with the new songs and stuff, sometimes that first show, especially when you know you have more coming, the first right. one is kind of letting it sink in, see what's going on. And then the next show yes, is the mind-blowing one. It's interesting how that happens sometimes. Sometimes it is the first show. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah. That certainly has happened to us recently. Absolutely. And most of the time, the first show that I've been to, I mean, it it was only, actually, it was only Elevation and Vertigo, but I felt that's exactly how I felt. I just, like, I didn't understand. Um, Right. There was nothing wrong with that Chicago show. I just wasn't in, and also I was by myself. And it was stressful leading up to it. Like, you were in a not great space. Yeah. It was crazy but then okay so you had a show co- so we we missed each other by like hours yeah we i went to chicago and we st- i stayed with a friend i'm pretty sure that show was on a saturday too because the next day i believe was mother's day maybe and i had to fly home like really early in the morning because we had some big mother's day thing going on 
And so I think I left around, like, shortly before you got to Chicago. And we stayed the same place. We slept in the same bed. We stayed the same friend. (laughs) Just, we weren't there at the same time. Yeah, because my show's on Monday. That's funny. So Monday, May 9, 2005. That's weird that I went on a Monday. So I was right. I I knew it was Mother's. I didn't look at the calendar, but I knew that it was... I know that I left because of Mother's Day. And I didn't... I didn't sleep that night, like, at at all. But that's also other reasons, too. So that's just really interesting that I went on a Monday, and I only did... There must have been something going on I think other than because then there was another Chicago show that was his birthday show the day after and I didn't stay for that I just went to the one show on a Monday May 9th Chicago and it was one of the nights filmed for that the Vertigo DVD yes which they filmed that night and the night after and I kind of don't remember that I think they used most of the night after I simply do not remember that filming happening but I believe it yeah and then I had there was nothing particularly I don't even remember where I stood I knew I was GA and then my next show was May 14th and I went to the Wachovia Center in Philadelphia Pennsylvania I flew in to we didn't fly I didn't fly into Philly I flew into New Jersey to go to my friend Sarah's house and we drove down to Philly and we had seats together and that was really fun I she's an old high school friend and we had really nice seats together not far off the floor kind of close to the stage and it, I'm sure it was her first U2 show maybe her last <laughs> but it was really fun <laughs> to go with that for her let me look and see I don't think there was anything necessarily remarkable it's funny I don't remember at Kings of Leon Open, just like in Chicago, I don't remember a whole lot of Vertigo and Elevation kind of, they blend in my mind. Absolutely, they absolutely do. Different because yeah. the staging was so similar. It mm. really was. I mean, those two, those two tours definitely. The concept was a lot, like the songs changed, but the stage right. concept and everything was pretty much the same. So do you have any other um, Vertigo ones? Yeah, I went to um, a show in Boston on May 28, 2005. That was fun, but I also was with friends for that show, and we had the most bizarre. It's not the it's not the last time I've had a bizarre rail spot, but it was this little area where I guess the barricade. Like, the front barricade met the side barricade. And so it was this little weird angle. So I didn't have anyone in front of me, behind. Like, it was... I was Uh in a rail in a little pocket. I had rail in front of me and behind me, which is not the the last time that's happened. Oh, weird. Um, It was like I was at a point, and there was rail in front of me and rail behind me. That's when... That's how I saw Jim. Oh yeah, because it was way up front. I mean, it was weird. It was really, it was really weird. Like I don't, my visuals of that show are not. I just remember having fun, and I remember that being a fun trip. 
in general. Yeah. It was Memorial Day weekend, and we just ate at really good place. That's what I rem- I'm remembering the food more than. No, the show was great, and I re- and Kings of Leon, who I didn't love in Chicago, I loved in Boston. I don't yeah. know. They must have had a, an off night too, but they were amazing. But that I that was just a in my head. That's just a good show overall. Then I don't have anything again until Joshua Tree. Yeah, and I just wanted to say real quick. That's the first time either of us heard our friend Jim Henke's name called from the stage, right? Yes. During yeah, Pride. Abs- yes, and that was like, I mean, I squealed like I just seen a rock star, even though. I've never squealed at a rock star like that Sorry, before. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that oh was God. like, my head exploded. And also, everyone around me was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, like what, who is that? What did we just miss? A rock star? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But that was, um, that was just, I, you know what? Maybe that's why that show was amazing. That yeah. may very well may have been why I think about that show like absolutely. Oh, Jim. Yep. So yeah, I don't have anything till E and I when we are together again. So Well, so I on God. This is just like happiness right here. This this Aww. little area for the rest of the next two years that just it's absolute happiness but the next show I went to was the first Joshua Tree 30 show um, which was May 12th 2017 in Vancouver and it was just perfection and it wasn't like Bono was green and looked like he wanted to die through I mean like I even and I was far away I didn't I had seats that were quite a distance away and you could see the way he was moving the way you could hear in his voice I mean not like bad in his voice but you could hear like the intrepidation in his voice but I've never seen him I mean he didn't look definitely didn't look like that in the first show I saw Pop Mart I mean he was he didn't give a crap this was like super intense don't fuck um, up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Yeah, but I mean, you could, you could, I swear, he had this, like, green glow, like he was going to puke. And you could see it from the back of the stadium. We weren't in the back, oh but we gosh. were far away. But, yeah. I mean, that was, I think that all, like, I don't have anything bad to say about any show in 2017 or 2018. Not one thing. And you crossed off two bucket list songs that night. I did. I absolutely did. I for the my entire YouTube life, my two bucket list songs were a sort of homecoming and exit, and I heard them both in the same night. And um, yeah, but oh my, my God, I, what a huge night. I mean, that was. I mean, I I thought I was gonna pass out because I hadn't read like. Review, I hadn't heard, read anything. Like I had un everything. Like I wasn't following any YouTube, anything on on Facebook or Twitter, or yeah. Instagram or anything, because I wanted everything to be a surprise. So when obviously I knew I was going to hear Exit, but when they played a sort of Homecoming, I like ceased to breathe Huge. for quite a while. And like my, and it didn't last my long. friend 
our friend, no, it didn't. Our friend had been watching the, um, what was going on with rehearsals. And I told her the night before that I had, that a sort of homecoming was my bucket list song. And I said, you know, I assume I'm never going to hear it. And she was like, yeah, I would assume that too. And she totally knew. So like right before it started, she was like this, like looking at me. I love, I love that she knew that it was coming and she didn't tell you. Yeah, but I mean, like she and she said nothing and she, but it was, I guess she knew around when it was coming in the set list or whatever. Yeah. And she, like, for a good like minute, she just like stared at me, like nothing at the stage, nothing. She just like stared at me, and then I, you know, I mean, I think I, I gasped. I, I, you know, I was tears. It was. It was one of the greatest YouTube concert moments for me, just because I did not. I mean, exit, obviously, but I mean, I got to hear that another. If you knew where and when it was coming. Too. Yeah, I had no idea of a sort of homecoming, and I have chills just thinking about that. Okay. But um, my, I had to replace my bucket list, and I officially. I feel like I said it in another podcast, but then I forgot what they were. I forgot what one of them was, but they are officially. My two bucket list songs are like a like a song and Half Moon, and I am also 100% sure I'm never gonna hear either of those songs. But I said that about I said it about you know a story of homecoming and exit, and I'm sure that you know months before the concert, you know, or not, but before we knew of the Joshua Tree tour. I'm sure everyone else, you know, said the same thing to me. Like, not likely. Like, haha, right. that's never gonna happen. Um, but anyway, that, that was happened. Absolutely, I mean, that concert was just like precious to me. It was everything about it. I just, I loved it. Hey there listeners, Jenny here from The Garden Tarts, and if you are a major YouTube fan, which I am assuming you are if you are listening to this, then you are also aware of Bono's work with the organizations Red and One. It is absolutely imperative that we give them all the support we can right now, especially right now, as they are not only dealing with the AIDS epidemic that they have been fighting for years, but now the COVID-19 pandemic as well. So check out one.org and red.org and see how you can help. My next show was three years ago today, May 2nd. Well, if you're listening to this, we recorded this oh, on May yeah. 2nd. And that was the first show of E&I in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Also, another one of those perfect experiences that it was just, you know, and that was that was different because it was basically I and E with some different songs. Like it it wasn't with um, with some E and I songs, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. It didn't feel like, um, like I mean, I knew what pretty much what to expect um, from that. Also, after asking a hundred times not to be told about what they were rehearsing uh, like mm-hmm. three different people 
said, I'm, I don't want to give you any spoilers, but here are the songs they're playing. And I'm like, really? Like, okay. So I knew what they were playing. I tried not to remember, but I knew what they were playing in Tulsa. Um, I feel like I remember at one point being like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And you're like, someone already told me. Yeah, I was, I was really, I, and I really tried I like, to like, walk oh. it out of my head. Like, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll forget. Um, and then I did not forget. There was something that, no, I don't think anything surprised me. No, yeah. There, no, there's something, because I know there was something that's, there was something that surprised me, but I can't remember what it was. But it was, I don't think it was a song. I think it was visuals or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I loved, and, and the thing, like, looking back at, and I, I think maybe one of the reasons why, my first, when you go to the first show of a tour, it's just an amazing experience anyway, but, I mean, I, in Vancouver, I knew all the shows I was going to that year already, like, it was already all done, except, I don't think Detroit had gone on sale yet. everything else I knew I was going for the tour, at Tulsa, I thought I did, but then we ended up going to Dublin, and I ended up going to Connecticut. Um, but it was just like, right, this is the beginning of a, of a great year. You know, this is going to be the I beginning know. of a year. I have all these shows to go to. I mean, like, I don't know. I just have such great memories of just those two years were two of the best years ever. And it just kept going. Amazing, right. Then the next show I went to, you also went to, it yep. was E&I on May 4th, 2018 in St. Louis. Um, yeah. This was my first was, E&I show. Yes. I was only supposed to go to the one after. I was supposed to go to one show this tour, <laughs> which yes. we'll talk about after this one. But I remember we told, I told Garden God Amanda, I was like, so I'm going to St. Louis. She's like, I knew. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I I could have told you a month ago you were going. <laughs> right. Right. I so I don't. I still feel like I. I don't know, but I think I think I didn't know. Like I mean, when I I went. I took your word for. Like there's no chance. There's like a one percent chance. But I did. Yeah, you know, I've always really said the same thing. Like I remember saying. For Pop Mart, I was going to go to one show in D.C. And I went to, like, 16 or 17 shows. Well, let's see. That St. Louis show was on a Friday, which made it hard. But, like, my kids were at, weird, like, young ages, and it was just not... So I had an 8 and a 10-year-old who needed to get to school, and my husband's a teacher, so it wasn't easy for him to take time off. We ended up, my mother-in-law ended up coming and staying at the house that night, the night before to get the kids off to school. So that worked out, but it just really, it just felt hard when in hindsight, yeah. it was actually pretty easy for me to go. But that show was friggin' awesome. Awesome. It was so awesome. It was, it was the first time I'd heard these new songs live and is I mean just E and I that's such our songs of experience is such a crazy special album to me. We were at the E stage, but not in our usual spot. We were on the other side. We were on the um north side. Yeah. Kind of around the 
edge a little bit. Which in real life, in real life, or on in terms of stage, the stage setup, it's not normal for us to be on the north side. No. (laughs) So it was Adam's side, especially on the at the east stage, but that was great. It was great. We just had a um, a great experience. So I I was remember I don't oh I hadn't thought about this in a while, but I was remembering before the show started. Well, firstly there was this man that stood next to me who stunk and had the longest arms of any human I have ever seen. Like like Michael Phelps kind of arms. His yeah, wingspan. he was young. He was really young, and he just dunk and his arms were like hitting me and in my face for a long time luckily like for some rave, reason somehow he was like in a rave <laughs> it was but i mean he was really tall and just not the person you want to stand next to at he was a show screaming, but hollering he, for bono and it was really and he smelled so bad like i felt like i smelled bad after Mm-hmm. show and I generally don't think I smell bad after shows I've never noticed I mean, it, tell me if I ever do I but um, like if I kind of smell but I don't think I <laughs> I try not to um, but I just maybe it was in my nose but it was just oh he's stunk well, his armpit was at your nose level it was at my nose level and, and his arms were just ugh, who goes to a show like that I can't even you can see him. Um, but, There's a lot of pictures and videos from that show, and you can see him. He's like an octopus. <laughs> he is. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely crazy. It was very uncomfortable. That said, it still was an amazing show, but mm-hmm. I, it would have been a whole lot better if I didn't have his arms. and. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but he stopped Yuchi's manager, Guy Osiri, and I, did, I, mean, I knew who he was, but like I didn't really... What, what do you say to him? I don't have anything right. to say. I never had anything to say to Paul McGinnis. Like, well, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And I thought he looked a lot better. And he was really good looking in person. I agree. He didn't, look, yeah. he didn't look as nice in photographs as he did in person. But anyway, but that's just what I was thinking. And he said, you know, oh, my God, I love your necklace. So I have a necklace that's. A star of David, and inside the star of David is a cloud. And it's, you know, one of the most meaningful pieces of jewelry I have. And I just, I love it. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, your necklace. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, goes to give me a, a fist bump, but I don't fist bump. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's, I, it's not something I automatically do. I'm not really great with that or high fives or... You know, I'll hug you, I'll shake your hand, but those just aren't, I don't naturally go to doing those things. Right. Like, generally, if you go to fist bump me, I'm going to look at you. And that's exactly what I did. I was just like, I, this does not come natural to me. And he just stood there for a really long time. And I finally was like, I guess this is what you do. And then he walked away. But it was like, (laughs) just stand there and... Waiting for a fist bump. <laughs> Keep moving. It's I don't so that. funny. Yeah. No. No, but I mean, I did it. It's just not something that I'm I'm used to doing, and it doesn't come natural. I I wasn't right. 
on my toes to that. Yeah, but but anyway, it was really cool, and I didn't even. I mean, I wore that necklace constantly. I don't actually think I've worn it since we were in Dublin, but I haven't worn it anymore. Like I don't wear it. But anyway, so that was that was really cool. But I feel like there was one point though that you because you had just gotten glasses. And when Bono did his water thing, they slept all over your glasses. All over your glasses. And I was like, damn it! But (laughs) now I can't see! I think there was like a moment that you were cleaning your glasses or something and not looking at the stage and Bono looked right at you. Now I know I've told you that before, but it uh, it was really an interesting... I'm like, did you see that? Like, no, because annoyed. Jackass got water on my glasses. <laughs> I do have a picture, you know, I have a habit of when he's close by, I just hold my camera down low and just take a bunch of pictures. Like, I'm not even looking at my camera, and if I get good ones, I get good ones. If I don't, I don't. But that way I can still... And yeah. I never want to hold a camera in front of my face when he's right there. And there is a picture he's looking dead at me yeah which I didn't even notice I posted them on Instagram after the show and I think it was like my cousin was like oh my god he's looking right at you I was like no it's just in the vicinity I was like oh no fuck he is yeah yeah I so I and it was interesting because there some things happened that we're not gonna mention it was a, a massive moment but it didn't seem like I mean you weren't looking at him when he did it I have a picture from I have two pictures I found I think one is from DC and one is from Mohican Sun that I wasn't looking directly at this I just kept taking pictures and I wasn't necessarily looking at the stage or at my phone or whatever but I didn't realize I found two pictures where he looked like is looking right at me like sure as shit one of them I yeah. only recently found, I think, too. I don't think I realized it. From Mohegan's huh. son. Interesting. But he's a mysterious little guy. He is a really mysterious little guy. Yeah. So then our next show... Our last well, show, right? Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to remember more about St. Louis, though. We had a... Our hotel experience was absolutely hysterical. Oh my god! <laughs> Tell our hotel story. We so we went, we went to also. I had to wait in the airport fee for a really really long time, and I had a lounge pass, and so oh, I think yeah, I was pretty drunk when by the time you got there, and it was like in the morning, like it was pretty Likely. early. Likely. Yeah. Anyway, so. I just come from Tulsa, and so we get to the mm-hmm. hotel, and there was, I don't remember exactly, but there was some sort of weirdness when we checked in, and then they take us, or and then they give us our, the room key, and we went to our room, and it, the first room we went to smelled like cigarette smoke. Yeah. So and it was we in the smoking room. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah. was more than, like, old cigarette it was just gross. 
and yeah. like many years of old cigarette smoke. And so we go downstairs yeah. and ask them for another room, and they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry, no problem." And they give us another room, and we walk in there, and it it was fresh marijuana smell, like yeah. <laughs> It had to have been from like the cleaning person because I mean it was like brand new, lingering in the air, almost mm-hmm. like, almost burn when you smelled it like actual marijuana smoke. And so I think we time, probably wouldn't have minded, but a friend was joining us and we worried that she would. Yeah, we were, but also it wasn't a really great hotel, but it wasn't cheap either. And right, we I wanted for a non-smoking room. Yeah, I really didn't want to... Also, I mean, I don't know. I guess we could have had a nice contact high, but... No. But I think we um, called down and we're like, we promise we are not these people. Yeah, like, sorry, we're this not is not picky room. people. And, and they said to go back downstairs, and before they gave us another room, they would send somebody upstairs... Um, to make sure double it check to make sure. So I mean, they were cool about it. They had a sense of humor about it. Um, but it also was like, oh my god, the distance we walked with all of our luggage to go to three, you know, oh to go to no. First we checked in, I think, in line, to check in yeah. with our luggage and stuff, mm-hmm. and then so we had to walk yeah. a couple blocks to the hotel, and then once we got in the hotel, we had to walk to our room, and then back to the front desk and then to our room and then back to the front desk and then to our room and it was I just felt like we had gotten a lot of miles in uh, um I could look like a free because drink in the bar or something we did I think it was a drink in the bar or something we did, we had we did have a drink at the bar we ate we ate a meal in the bar I think we ate two meals in the bar I remember sitting at the bar once and then I remember sitting at a table once um, I think we got a drink in there after the show or something, and some guy bought the three of us drinks, and then he started coming talking to us, and we're like, no, dude. Or is that before the show? Or is it the night? Some night, the three of us drank, and some guy bought us all drinks. And I then do, thought he could come talk to us. I hadn't thought about that in, since it happened. Like, that just all came back to me. Yes. We're like, you're not getting any of us, dude. Nope. <laughs> Nope, sorry. We're fl- we were no. flattered, and free drinks are always nice. But exactly, um, we thanked him. But so, I I feel like we ate a meal sitting at the bar, and then we ate a meal sitting at a table. I don't know. We were in there a couple times. It wasn't just that one time. Yeah. But there also I wasn't sitting at the table for sure with our friend. I think we got our free drink sitting at the bar. Yeah. Oh, we waited. It was. The ta- and I also, this is what also I remember, is I have times where I can't handle dairy, and that was one of those times. Oh, no. And there was, like, and or fried stuff, and the, there was nothing on that menu that I could eat that wasn't... It was a very limited menu. It was awful. Like, they didn't even have, like, a house salad or something. They didn't no. have anything that I could have... If I wanted to eat something, I had to eat like fried crap and I was fried cheese, basically. Fried cheese, fried dairy. <laughs> fried um, dairy. But that was fun. It was a weird little hotel. I bet back in its day, it was all that. Yeah. It, 
it had it was far away from being and there was something else we stood in the lobby at one point and i don't remember if it, we were waiting for one of our rooms i don't remember but we sat down with our luggage and there was some lady that we, we were trying to listen to she was talking something about you too but then i think after a little while we realized she didn't know what she was talking about there was a and most of the fans traveling fans were staying there there was a lot of people i mean it was it was real it was a great location to the venue mm-hmm. because it was i mean i like, stay there again in a heartbeat yeah in a heartbeat two blocks away or something it was it was yeah. pretty amazing okay so then our next show was also together that was may 26 2018 in nashville which was just an all-around perfect trip. One of the funnest, best nights of my life. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Absolute perfection. I mean, from we stayed in this amazing little boutique hotel that everything about it, including the people that work there, especially the bartender, whose name was Pete, and that immediately he said his name and no one, I remembered it. But no one remembered it, and nor did anyone believe me that his name was Pete. Because we all thought it was something more ornate or something, like something a little. I don't remember what everyone else said. It's my friggin' dad's name. It's your dad's name, and I'm pretty sure that's why I remembered it. (laughs) But I remember Amanda's. She was like, I'm pretty sure he said his name was Lonnie. I'm like, no. But we oh, also I have like Leroy in my head. Like <laughs> I think it, that was yours. And Sonia had one too that was way off. But and so I started but I did start to doubt myself. Like if they have all these names. Oh my god. Pete. So we asked him, <laughs> What's your name again? He's like Pete. Um, but just all the food we ate there was phenomenal. So um, I also had, it also was one of the best, we went, while we were there, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and that was one of the best Mexican meals I have ever had. Absolutely. I like this salad with, oh my god, I what I would give to eat that salad right now, I had like black beans and... It was, and everything uh, was huge too, it was amazing. It was so good. Tequila and the, was so good. So good. Um, hey, this trip was the origin of whiskey and cake. It absolutely was the origin of whiskey and cake. Yeah. Um, but in the hotel, there was a, a lion that was playing a guitar. And in my drunkenness, I'm like, everybody knows lions play drums. It was like the most factually correct statement I had ever heard in my life when you said it. But no one, it was like, like duh. Laughed. It was like, oh, you're, you're oh, right. Yeah. Um, like I said it was like you were speaking the great truth it was such god so we went everything about that trip was funny but so we went and I have a picture we should maybe post that one day but we we were trying to find the band entrance and there was was, we drank the entire time which let's just come out and say and it, it might sound like we have drinking problems if you just listen to us, but we do not. Neither of us do. We like no, to have. We don't fun. actually drink that and much. We have yeah. Fun. And I actually drank a lot on Saturday, but that's the first time in like two years that I drank like that. But anyway, um, the 
we were walking down the street and there was this little doorway that I think had like a can, like a drink machine and like someone had left like a broom and a <laughs> dustbin thing or something <laughs> outside. And I'm like, I found it, you guys. This is the band entrance. But there was nowhere else that was possible. No, I mean we, but it, it was blocks away because the and this is yeah. If you go to Nashville and we're there, don't do this. <laughs> but if you're there on your own without us, go for it. And <laughs> it's an don't get in our way. Thing, and it was far, far away from where the actual arena was. Yeah, it was like, like an underground was, passage or something. Yeah. And like we had to walk through an actual tunnel to get to the other side from the yeah. arena like it was you could not even imagine that it was I mean it was many many street blocks you would never like I didn't we didn't believe people when they told no, us we didn't um and then we went there and it was and this tends to happen I mean I feel like to me I've been caught in so many downpours because of yeah YouTube, but this was like oh my god like it we we stood inside at a um like a parking garage. The stairwell of a parking rain. garage and did shots of fireball. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> and, but like the water, it was like flooding the wa- the stairway. Like it was that much rain. Um, yeah. And then, anyway, we went out, we waited around and Bono pulled up, he saw us and Amanda has a picture of his yeah. face. Like he pointed at us and his mouth was open like, ah! And we're like, ah! <laughs> no, we weren't. We were like, then stop, damn it. <laughs> like, come on. I really if like... you happy to see us, stop. But because, I mean, I was just so excited. And I also was 100% sure he was going to stop. Yeah. And he didn't stop, damn. And we blamed Oprah. Even though she wasn't until after. It was that golf, that Omaze golf thing. But I mean, this wasn't a place. Obviously, he wasn't going to be able to come back out. This was once they were in, they were in. Yeah, they were in. It was way too far to like go back out. Um, yeah. But I feel like if we had ever had the opportunity for him to stop, it was that time. It was that. right. So we gave up on our numbers at some point, didn't we? They were we really high. did, because then we decided to go wait, and we waited long enough that we lost our numbers, so we just got back in line. We just got to the end of the line, which wasn't awful, but... Right. And, you know, there are things that work in different ways. I have a friend from elementary school who, it's crazy that, I mean, I just think about, like, friendships, like, that go back that far. But I have a friend from elementary school who I've not seen, I'm pretty sure, since elementary school. Yeah. Um, and he and his husband, who they had just gotten married, like less than a week before we were there, they had just gotten married. Yeah. And they lived there, so they had extremely low numbers, and they kind of helped us when, you know, spread out and save a little space or whatever. Right. So we wouldn't have gotten where we were if it if they hadn't. But we ended we up followed the rules. But thanks also, to them, we ended up at that spot right where McFisto's mirror goes. Right. So we got the perfect spot. The perfect spot. And then spot. you go on and tell the story. It's your story to tell. Ah, uh, well, it, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. 
sense any real stage love, but it was really, really, really sweet when during Lights of Home, at the end of it with Free Yourself to Be Yourself, Bono came over and we sang it together. It was really cute. <laughs> so cute. And I turned around and I was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> yeah. It was very sweet. We saw Molly McClincy at that show. We had drinks with her. We did in downtown Nashville. But that show was just, I mean, the band was in a great mood. It was just a really, really great show. Yeah. And then we went back to the hotel afterwards and the whiskey <laughs> turned into cake. <laughs> I would we just like to say, I did not. I had champagne and cake. You had champagne. I was having whiskey. We asked if they had any desserts, maybe. And the guy's like, well, I think we have pie. And we're like, whatever. And so we went. I feel like every time we tell this, it's a little bit of a different version. But it all works out. <laughs> so he's like, let me go see what kind of pie we have. And he came back and he's like, well, we don't have pie. Well, so I think there was one thing on the menu and that didn't exist. So then he talked about pie. And then he went and he said, we don't have that, but we have cake left over from like a wedding. <laughs> Do you want we're like, sure, well, I think the pie was also left over. It like wasn't on the mi- and then what? he went back and we're like just whatever. And he didn't, they didn't have pie, so he said cake. Yeah, and it was definitely like, leftover you- cake. Yeah, he said, do you? It was definitely leftover. And he was like, do you guys want one piece or two pieces? And we're like, eh, two pieces. There's four of us. Yeah. These were the biggest pieces of cake I've ever They were seen. like as big as my head, and it was the Goo Goo Cluster cake. And if you don't know what a Goo Goo Cluster is, it's a southern delicacy of chocolate gooiness, amazingness. Look it up. I actually had, last time I was traveling in Kentucky, I, went, I got one, a Goo Goo Cluster. It's a candy. I don't know where you could get those, um... I mean, I live in the South, and I don't yeah. know anywhere you could get those except for a Cracker Barrel. And I suspect any Cracker Barrel throughout the country, you could also purchase those. I got mine at, like, a tractor supply store. Oh, it was oh at that makes the, sense. It was at, like, the candy section as we were checking out. Yeah. But, yeah, and we're like, oh, my God, thank goodness there are fridges in our room. There's a fridge in our room because there's no way we can eat all this cake. And then, like, five seconds later, all the cake was gone. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but... So it was the three garden tarts and then a friend of ours, and she's vegan. And yeah, ate the crap out of that cake, which was not <laughs> in any way no. vegan. She was like, I don't care. She admitted it. She was like, I, I, she's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, just. But she, we, I had also warned her, like the day before, or something that the breakfast potatoes had cheese on them. Yeah. And she was like, I. Yeah, so she she just ate whatever she wanted, which... She's pretty good. She's like 99.9% vegan. She also yeah. understands that life happens. So there was another... Uh, and I don't know when this was. I think it maybe was... I don't... I have no idea when... Because we were in that restaurant, like, four uh-huh. different times. But it was... We were sitting at a table at one point... The table that was behind the bar, not in front of the bar. The Google right. cluster cake was in front of the bar. Right. This upset me so bad because it was just stupid. But I had finished my glass of champagne and I got up and my purse hit the glass and it just yeah. like, and I wanted to cry because I've only ever 
one other time broken a glass in my whole life and it also was a champagne glass yeah that wasn't my fault but this time it was my fault yeah that wasn't my fault it I was, why did we go in there that often because we ate like two meals elsewhere how long were we there because we really enjoyed the the drinks and the wait staff and the bar staff <laughs> they became our friends I mean, there, I guess we only had a meal one other place. Everywhere else was in the hotel. Because we had the Mexican. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. We ate in the... And once we got, like, pizza delivered to our room or something. Yeah. Late one night. I was there for, like, a long time after you guys left. And I got... My flight was, like, later in the afternoon. Yeah. You in the morning. And I went back to sleep for a while. And then I got... And then I ordered room service. Nice. This food was just so good. Oh my goodness. So Ugh. that, I think that we, was May. That's all of May, and that concludes our 12 months. Of, though we didn't have 12 months because we don't have anything in. Well, it was, yeah, it was 12 calendar August. months, but not 12 apps. Yeah, we don't have anything August, January, February. I think yeah. those are. We can work to get those months, and then we can bring back the series. Yeah. And talk about the one show we did. <laughs> we'll be <forget> in a few. <laughs> awesome. Okay, y'all, we'll stay tuned. We've got a birthday special coming up and possibly book a book report. <laughs> and I did read another chapter. One chapter like six. <laughs> and more fun. So stay tuned. So have a great week. And until next time. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. And Google cluster cakes. Mmm. Mmm. I'll take some of it. Good night. Good night.